Hey there. Thank you for creating time to tune in to today's episode. My name is Adriana and this is the PMDD podcast. I am warning listeners that there may be sensitive topics surrounding mental health and health procedures. The content here is for informational purposes only, and because each person is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. I am super excited to introduce my next guest, who is Natalia Fernandez. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Me too. Me too. Uh, Just quickly, how we connected. I somehow found you amongst the web somewhere on some platform. And then I don't think you actually realized that I had found you. And then you connected with me and I was like, whoa, this is meant to be. It's so special. So thank you. Thank you so much. I am going to firstly ask you, where are you? Yeah, so I just relocated recently to Bali in Indonesia. So I'm from Florida originally. Um, I think we were chatting to begin with when I was in Scotland and then I was in Florida. So so I've been a little bit of like everywhere um, recently. Uh, Thankfully, I've been able to travel quite a bit even with COVID. Um, So it's been awesome. So I'm from Florida. I've lived in Denmark. I've lived in Spain. I just finished a whole year in Scotland. um, And that's where I really started blossoming in like the menstrual spaces when I was uh, living in Scotland. Mm. Another first question I'm going to ask is, where in your cycle are you right now? <laughs> well, you wouldn't believe this, but I'm actually like in my luteal phase, like a few a few days. Um, I'm, I think I would be on day, day 14, is it? No, day 20, 27, I would say. 27, 26, something like that. I'm 26. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. That's I can't believe. Crazy. I can't believe Whoa. we're doing a recording so close to our day. <laughs> typically, typically I wouldn't be one to schedule things, you know, because typically my luteal phase can get like pretty bad. So this is so funny that we're, <laughs> we're both like, yep, we're just going to chat during this time. <laughs> Yeah, that transform through it, I like to say, transform through it. We've got this. (laughs) So obviously listeners can probably pick up on that you are somebody that has been diagnosed with PMDD. So, oh, I can't wait for you to share this story. Please take it away. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, So, right. So my journey with PMDD, well, it's been, (laughs) it's been quite the roller coaster as many people uh, can relate to. So, so I first realized that I had PMDD when I was living in Spain, actually. So, um, so I was doing my first year of university there. I was getting my degree in international relations and law. um, And I was living there by myself in Madrid. And um, it was kind of crazy because, you know, I would have these really terrible, like, I don't know if you could consider 
episodes, but just, you know, some really dark nights where it was like, you know, I was calling up my dad, who's a, a doctor, an MD, um, and he specializes in functional medicine. I was like, you know, I was just overcome with depression, with suicidal ideation, with like, it was just a very, very dark time for me. And I looked up online severe PMS because I noticed it started to be a cycle. And then when it popped up PMDD, I was like, (laughs) Mm. I was like, Oh my gosh. So this was back in 2017, 2017. So, um, so yeah, so I, uh, so there was still, I think IAPMD, you know, existed, but it was still, you know, starting out more or less. There wasn't a whole lot of awareness when I realized that's what I had. Um, and, and I know for a fact it, it was because of like a very toxic, like romantic relationship I was in. Um, so that trauma definitely manifested into PMDD, which sucks. Um, now that I've kind of gone back to realize that's why it is the way it is. Um, but, but yeah, so, so it's been a big journey for me. Um, I, after I was in Spain, I came back to Florida um, and I finished out my undergrad there. And there was just a lot of trial and error, like trying SSRIs and like having horrific experiences with it, trying like other like birth control that's like in turn like in form of a pill. Um and and that just like, you know, I would have like crazy migraines. I'd be like throwing up. Like I'd have high, high and low lows. And and it's just hard because like, you know, a lot of people like, yeah, sure, let's go for an SSRI if you have PMDD. But it's like even if you want to take it in those two weeks, you know, like in your luteal phase when you're experiencing these like depressions or just like feelings of loneliness or hopelessness um it still stays in your system so that's the problem like it's not just like right just for this time period and that's it like it affects your entire your all the time like your whole month (laughs) so so yeah so it was it was a lot to try and figure out you know getting out of a toxic relationship figuring out what medications were working trying to find support being back home um and yeah it was just it's it's been it's been a lot um and and more recently when I launched period last July um that's when I started to really focus on the more like natural and holistic healing that one can have with PMDD and you know my dad has been practicing as a doctor for many many years now and I always I was like this guy's crazy talking about like how receipts if you touch a receipt you know like it rubs off the plastic really easily on your fingers, for example. So like receipts are actually really bad for like for endocrine, endocrine disruptors. Yeah. So, you know, you just don't, these things, I learned about it when I was younger, but I was like, dad, you're a wacko or, you know, it's like, oh, okay. Like I I'll do it because I believe you and I trust you, but I didn't see the value in it until much more recently. So, so yeah, so it's been a crazy journey. Um, period has been an amazing, amazing part of my life. And I feel like I'm just learning so much. And and my PMDD has gotten so much more manageable now because of that knowledge. Mm, mm, oh my gosh, you've said so much just then that I want to <laughs> unpack. Now, we are going to dive deep into period because that's how we connected. Um, but yeah. before we do that, I mean, 
I want to like, I think we could do a whole episode on your dad and just his knowledge, but I did just have a squiz on your Insta just before. And I mean, just talk about this relationship and how important that was because you posted, and I don't know how long it was. I, I, I didn't check the date um, that, you know, you speak to your dad about your periods. Yeah. Like I've yeah. got my arms raised out right now in the WTF, <laughs> like how many people can say that? Right. Yeah. You know, and, and it's funny because my dad, you know, had been delivering babies for many, many years. And that's kind of how I remember him growing up is like, right. Um, you know, getting the call in like the middle of the night and my dad saying, oh, let's wait until she's eight centimeters before I have to go to the hospital or something like that. Or like, we have to wait for, you know, the 10 centimeters. So I already had like a little bit of this knowledge, um, growing up and it was a bit normalized, but I think, I don't know, I would say that my experiences abroad have kind of led me to go on my own path and follow a path very different than what I was raised up um, in. So, so I think kind of like, it's almost like a full circle now because I realized, oh, wow, like the menstrual cycle is so interesting. My dad has all this knowledge about, I mean, he does like natural family planning. He does like, he used to teach um, things for like billings, ovulation cycles, like all of these really cool natural ways to have a kid or not have a kid. And, um, and yeah, so it's been very, very cool to kind of evolve into like my womanhood and kind of celebrating it more. And, you know, I wouldn't say when I was 11 years old or 16 years old, I was talking to my dad about periods. I think it's like really more recently because Mm -hmm. I've kind of come to him and started the conversation. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, let's talk about it. Like, (laughs) where you been girl? (laughs) Like, you know, so, and I think, I think this is what happens with his patients. You know, they, they really start to understand once they do some research themselves, they Mm -hmm. understand the value that he provides and like the way that he heals people and gets to the root cause. Like it's very inspirational for me. And I feel like I for sure would not be here today if it wasn't for Mm -hmm. him really. Cause like everything just kind of touches one another. Totally. Oh, high five your dad. Like that's just, it's such a beautiful story. Can I just ask how old are you now? Yeah, so I am 24. (laughs) I'm 24 and I'm going to be 25 on December 25th of this year. Oh, girl, like, and oh my God, we're going to dive deep, like I said, into what you're doing now. But for for somebody that was diagnosed, so we're saying four years ago. Yeah. And living across the world, et cetera. And now being, you know, 24, 25, like, wowee. If I had this knowledge like you do 13 years ago, wow. Like it's just, it's, it, that's really incredible. And I, I, I really, I, I really get, a, I get such a great vibe from you and you're just going to do so many amazing things. And that's what we're going to talk about right now. So tell me all about period, please, please, please. Thank you. And it's, it's such a pleasure chatting with you. I think our energies are just really, we're, we're cycling, man. We're doing something right. <laughs> totally. I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, so period, right. So I have had this idea for some time now of starting something um, 
uh, to be like, you know, like a social venture, right? So um, when I was in college in Florida, it, it was a university called Flagler College. Um, I was very involved in a social entrepreneurship club called Enactus. So Enactus, the whole point of this club, it's kind of like a business club, but um, basically you're improving the livelihoods of the community through a social, environmental or economic way. And so I was like project leader of an agricultural tourism project. I was a presenter. I was a Q&A person. I was a script writer. I was marketing director. I was administrative director. I had a lot of different roles um, during my like two years with Enactus. And, and that's when I realized like, oh my gosh, like there's this thing of like the positive power of business and, and you could just do so many phenomenal things with it. Like business doesn't have to be evil, even though we've seen it be really bad. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. Um, and there's like so much uh, enthusiasm that I have for that type of social entrepreneurship space. So when I had that experience, um, I, I absolutely loved it. It shaped me completely. Um, and so, so anyway, so when I had um, graduated, it was my goal to find a job that um, that would enable me to start like my own foundation for PMDD research because I was like, there's no research done. Bar- there's barely anything anything mm. like sure right now we have a lot of instagrams that people are spreading awareness and that is so part of what we need as the movement but that's it you know what i mean mm. like there's there's only certain things now becoming part of the of the medical community and that kind of sucks that like we've been denied information about something that is literally ingrained in every woman or AFAB individual mm. right so so for me um that was kind of the goal when I graduated. I was like, I want to get a job that's good enough so I can like put my own money towards the foundation. I was like, that's what I want to do. And then as I was having, you know, this typical corporate job, I was like, well, hold on a second. (laughs) I have learned so much about social entrepreneurship. Like it's not like it's great the idea that I have, but I know I can make it more sustainable. I know I can transform this into like a, so, a proper social venture. Um, so, so yeah, so I ended up um, last year meeting this amazing person. Her name is Blake Baylor. Uh, she uh, was a mutual friend. She was friends with my best friend who I met in Denmark, actually. So when I went to go visit last summer um, in, in Pennsylvania, and we were hanging out in Delaware. Um, we were talking about birth control and and she was like, oh, yeah, well, I have like some autoimmune um, you know, disorders, but I also have PMDD. And I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, my God, like <laughs> I, I was like, it's just that instant connection. It's like, just like this fiery, like, wow, like mm-hmm. you get me, I get you. And like, we're best friends automatically because we, we've gone through some, some shit together, you know, like really. <laughs> so, so that was like the start of it, like meeting her and she at the time was getting her MFA in textile design. 
So, um, so she had, oh my God, just amazing designs and like print and like we'd work together to come up with a whole merch line based off of our experiences, all PMDD inspired. Mm. Cause the idea was like, well, if you like hold on to this bag or you're wearing a shirt or something like that, it's a design that's cool. And maybe someone will ask like, oh, where'd you get that from? And then it would just kind of spark that awareness and, and start the conversation. Um, so, and, and for me, like I've gone to uh, a performing arts high school. I was like a drama major. I've been around and been influenced by so many artists in my life. So like art for me is like a very, it's, it's everything. Like it's, I think it's a great foundation for many ventures. And, and yeah, so that's how I kind of started it off. Um, and, and then recently, well, recently after I had said, right, let's do this. Um, one of my contacts from Enactus, we didn't, we weren't in, in, at college at the same time, but um, she was in the club at Flagler College. And so we had connected. And right now she's in Rotterdam in the Netherlands working for Unilever. And she was like, hey, we have this organization called Action Accelerator. And we have a hackathon event. You should sign up, like get period on there, like just, you know, see what happens. And so I got selected one out of 10 ventures. Yeah. Ah! Amazing. 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 <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was crazy because I was moving just from Miami. I started this in Miami. And like staying with my abuela and abuelo, like my grandparents, you know, on my computer, like, <laughs> and, and I was in Scotland at the time of the hackathon. So I was in the Europe and Africa region or that event. So it was amazing getting to chat and network with people from this region. Cause you know, I have a big love for Europe. <laughs> and so, so yeah, so it was, it was fantastic. It was amazing. Um, I feel like I really like that's what pushed me to get period, like to get my shit together, really, for, for period in such a quick amount of time. And really, because of all the international connections I've had and I've cultivated over the years, you know, within a week of not even a week, I think like 24 hours, maybe 48 hours after I launched the website, you know, when I saw on Wix, all of the little like dots from all over the world, like people just kind of tuning in, I was like, oh my gosh, like this, it was overwhelming. It was so cool. Oh, what, it's such an exciting project to be on and what a journey. So how old is period? Like how, when did, when did it start? Cause it's just, it's a baby, right? Yeah. In its infancy. So it's a year old now. Um, so we yeah, just had our one year anniversary two months ago now since it's September. Um, but yeah, so it's very much in its infancy. Um, I've had amazing opportunities to connect with other organizations around the world since it started. Um, and, and, and so it's been really such a fulfilling part of my life. And I'm just so excited to see where it goes. Cause right now, you know, I'm getting my master's. I'm like volunteering for a yoga magazine at here in Bali, even though it's digital, like I have a lot of things going on. So, mm-hmm. so it's, you know, not that it's a side hustle, but it's definitely like a passion of mine that I want to continue with. It's just not like, yeah, the number one focus, because mm-hmm. I, I just, unfortunately, I don't have that luxury of it being my only f- focus in life right now. 
Yeah, but, but we spoke about this just before we started recording and I said to you, we we're talking about the podcast, you know, this podcast, and I'm like, I'm just allowing it to grow organically and it's it's going so well. And I, I that was my first thought when you said that. I'm like, yeah, but it's such a, when you're so passionate about it, it's just going to grow when it needs to and when you have mm-hmm. the space for it. So I, I do want to ask a question. You did touch upon, obviously, a focus of the period, um, period being, research so Mm. like where are we at with research now and what do we need like why is it so important yeah well I mean the biggest right the number one like red flag that we have is like there's really no official way to diagnose PMDD right Mm. like how are we even going to start healing people from it if we (laughs) if we get right journal for two months and see how you're you know track your symptoms and we'll see what happens so basically you're saying right so it's again um basically a self-diagnosis and just finding the right doctor to validate your own experiences which hello medical gaslighting is a thing and a lot of doctors are you know just wanting you to come in and out write your prescription they get their money at the end of the day and be done with it right like it's 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 really frustrating i know for so many people that are experiencing pmdd but they still haven't heard of it and they don't necessarily like if they're not on social media for example how are they going to find out about it you know so so it's a yeah it's a big issue like there's a huge gender gap in the medical field i feel and and i've really started to kind of uncover that when when I launched period. Um, So I think, you know, diagnosis is big. I think um, there's a lot of research that needs to be done in like trauma plus PMDD because people talk about PMS and they talk about other menstrual, even endo, endometriosis is getting a lot of buzz right now, which is amazing. But like, that's all, you know, unless it's something physical, unless it's something that people can see, um, it's very hard to get any, you know, like verification or validation from the medical community. So yeah, there's, there's so many things that need, <laughs> need to be improved on, unfortunately. But do you see things actually happening? Like, is there research happening? Like, yeah, tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Who's doing it? And like, obviously yourself is obviously campaigning for it, but yeah, what, so there is movement. So there is there hope. There is movement. There is hope. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, once period kind of grows into where I see it going, um, you know, we have like all of our merch, for example, all of the proceeds go to like the We Deserve Better Foundation, which I'm hoping, you know, the funds for that um, can help. Like I want to partner with like Mayo Clinic, which is like a really, really big um, organization, like hospital affiliation in, in the U.S., um, I'm hoping to like, you know, work, work together to have some people just dedicate like just like some years on it because there's there's so much that's needed. So at least for me, I see myself doing like really getting my hands dirty with that. But then also um, a more recent opportunity that I've had was with the IAPMD. So um, for those of you that don't know, it's the International Association for Premenstrual Disorders. And so I am actually one of their patient insight panel members. Mm -hmm. So I was selected to um, kind of give my insight and um, 
um, really just just share my voice and my experience on on PMDD. So IAPMD is um, is going through a lot of like really cool research. Um, I can't talk too much about it, but um, it's fantastic. It's amazing. IAPMD, I think, is you know, one of the best organizations for just like, they just have so many resources and they really connect with everyone. And there are such lovely people that are running it. Like really like they're just like, I'm here for you. We're all going through the same thing. Let's get through it together. So it's really lovely. Oh, absolutely. And they are the number one um, organization association that I refer. It's in my show notes. Every single show that I do, I have um, a link to their website because that's essentially where I went. Um, They have such a great, I mean, even though, you know, it's outdated and um, the, but the, the two month, you know, tracking cycles, their tracker is so in depth, right? Like so in depth. I've passed it on to people and they're like, whoa, I don't even I didn't even realize half of that stuff that I'm doing mm. each day. And you're like, well, this is this is all about awareness. This is all about yeah. awareness. And that leads me actually to my next question about awareness. And you you mm. briefly touched about upon this when you started talking about period and why period and using finding out all this knowledge and using your awareness has helped you on your journey. So tell me like you know where because you did touch upon like you know briefly on your journey but like tell me like what's working for you and why period has made such a significant impact on your positivity over pmdd yeah that's yeah that's a phrase yeah i wasn't positive about it a while ago i'll tell you that much just like just like it's terrible you know like just uh man it's terrible so so, so it actually kind of connects with the conversation we were just having previously. So, so one of the things that I had found out about myself was, so my dad, he, a lot of the time has patients do um, food sensitivity and food allergy panels. Um, and I always knew that there was like certain foods that I reacted to that I had sensitivities to, but I never took like a proper like blood test, like a proper panel to actually figure out everything that I couldn't have. And I was like a little scared to do it because I knew that there's going to be so many foods that would pop up on there. And I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But I did it before I left for Scotland. And then I got the results when I was in Scotland. So, um, so one of the big things a big, big, big game changer for me was finding out that on my, what I needed to eliminate from my diet, like for sure, the less restrictive diet you have to get rid of. What was on there was the aspergillus mix. And at first when I read it, I was like, oh, so it's like a salad mix or something like that's easy. I'll, you know, it'll be fine. (laughs) But I realized like aspergillus mix when I looked it up because, you know, I've worked for my dad on and off for many years now. um, An aspergillus mix is basically when you're when you're avoiding that, it's basically like you're being on a low histamine diet. Mm. So, and I was like, how, when I made that connection, I was like, something's up then because I've seen so many posts on different Facebook Mm. groups about like 
histamine diet, histamine diet, histamine diet. And I'm like, well, but what's the correlation with it all? Right. Like I, this is all very new for me as well, like this information. And so I had actually talked with my dad about it. And I think like this could maybe be a pathway of diagnosis. If someone could see, because it's not a hormonal imbalance, right? PMDD is not a hormonal imbalance. It's just your body reacting to those, you know, hormones that change in your body during your luteal phase. So, um, so I think it could be really, really cool to see in the future, if you get this test done and get a blood test, and if it says that you need to eliminate the aspergillus mix, I think it's like a way to almost verify it in like a back end way. You know, it could be I was like, this is a breakthrough. Like, I feel like no one's really made this connection in the community. And like, I'm so excited for it. Wow. Well, I certainly haven't had this test and I'm already like, I, I want, I just want to, I just want to have the test just to find out. Right. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Because like, you know, when you heal the gut, mm. the rest, like the gut and the mind, they're all connected. And so, and that's, that's what I found out more recently. Like, you know, when I launched period, I was like, well, what, what can I do to help others? Like what resources do I have that I can share with others? And like, you know, I wanted to spread awareness, but I was like, but wait, my dad is like a really great resource. So I want to share some of that knowledge that he's been cultivating for years now, like 10 years, he's been a functional medicine doctor. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, so it's been really great. So, so going on a low histamine diet has been really, really important for me for my own health. It's been kind of hard because I'm such a foodie. I love food. Um, I'm not that picky about food, but now I have to be picky about my food. So no, like peanuts, no vinegar, no old fruits, no uh, fermented foods, wine. I can't have grapes and I can't have fermented things. And I like, I, I went, I, I volunteered out of organic vineyard in Tuscany. Like when I like quit my FinTech job, like I love wine. (laughs) So it was very hard. It was very Mm. hard to adjust, but I feel like I've seen such a big change with my relationship with PMDD, Mm. which is good, right? Mm. Like having (laughs) that, that, that relationship is key. So um, amongst diet changes, um, I also take the supplement called Reloraplex. Um, it's a, a supplement that my dad would give patients or, you know, say, hey, if you want to try this, go for it. it he does it more for patients that have brain fog, but brain fog is part of one of the <laughs> BMDD symptoms. Nodding frantically. <laughs> Nodding frantically. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. So So that has been big for me as well. I noticed a big change in like my mood, but, but it's hard sometimes. Like that's why I've, I had a whole, you know, kind of like podcast Instagram live series on um, dating and relationships and like how your partner can support you because like bad relationships make PMDD worse Mm. and, or start it even in my case. And, and when you have a great partner that's able to support you, it means the world because you feel so lonely in PMDD a lot of the time. It's hard. Like you want to have someone there for you at the end of the day, but also like, but you don't want to be dependent on them, but like, you know, so it's just like, yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's a couple of things that I've kind of learned about this past year. I feel like I've grown a lot because of it. (laughs) Totally. But it's, it's communication on both 
part and also supporting each other right it's and and what's really exciting actually I've got some amazing guests coming up we've got partners of people with that have been diagnosed with PMDD and I'm just so excited because they're really supporting their partners but then you know but they are also able to communicate to the you know, to their partners, the ones with PMDD, it's like, you know, at, when out of the luteal phase, like, you know, when it when they've sort of come into the good times of the month, they're able to go, honey, let's sit down because let's just reflect on what sort of happened. And I'm like gobsmacked. I'm like, my, I'm like, oh, you know, it's like, wow, how... This is going. This is going to save relationships, and I, I. There's going to. There needs to be like a whole website and podcast series on all of this. Um. So that yeah, it's it's incredible. And and going back to what you were saying about you know the nutrition and and being mindful and the awareness, it's so important. And it. But you know mm-hmm. once and you said how much you love wine and everything, and I I, I get it. There are things that I'm like, oh, I just can't eat those things anymore. But when I've when I'm in a month of PMDD symptom free, it just makes it all worth it, right? Yes, 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 absolutely. And that, but I have so many things to talk about in terms of what you just mentioned just now. Like, wow! But that's so exciting with with partners with PMDD. Oh my god, I can't I can't express how important that is. Like, it is it is paramount. <laughs> it is paramount. Like you can't go through PMDD alone. You shouldn't have to, you shouldn't. And, and even I'm guilty. Like, you know, I, I have my own nonprofit, but oftentimes it's hard for me to reach out or kind of, you know, like create that community of people that have PMDD that can really support me and I can support them through those times. Like it's, it's hard. It's, you know, it's a very, very um, difficult thing to be vulnerable and like express yourself when you can't really express yourself. Um, But yeah, that's, yeah, no, I, I definitely think like alcohol as <laughs> I'm a, I love my tequila, you know, but, <laughs> but it does, it does help. It does help when you can eliminate those things and then you feel the difference. I mean, there's actually histamine pills that you can take. So, so a little, a little science snippet mm, um, that I learned recently. Yeah. So I read this book called Dirty Genes by Dr. Ben Lynch, and my dad recommended it to me. And he was like, Natalia, you got to read this. It's going to change your mind. It's going to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind. (laughs) And and so when I read it, I would like, and this was when I was in Scotland, I, I wait until my, it's like a you know, okay time to call my dad, not like three o'clock in the morning because of the time difference. But I call him and be like, damn, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. Like, like the, the histamines and estrogen and 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 stress neurotransmitters, they're all connected. Ah, like what wow. It's crazy. It's crazy. So yeah, so I learned like the reason why, for example, meditation, so I'm a meditator, I do, I practice transcendental meditation. Um, I love the head nods. Um, yeah, so I started that last year as well, because of my master's program. And um, so basically, I was like, well, why is meditation helping me? Like, why is it helping my PMDD? Like, I get that it's good for you. And I understand the value. 
but scientifically, how, what, what does it change? Mm. And so I had learned through this book because there's a whole chapter basically on like, so the whole book is about your genes and how they can act dirty. And so of course there's like so many genes that you have that make up you. Um, he talks to Dr. Ben Lynch talks about like a set of very common genes that can be acting dirty. And one Mm. of those genes are called the DAO gene. So Mm. in that section, it was like sparks are flying. Like it all, it all made sense to me. Now I was like, Oh, wow. Okay. I get it now. Like the reason as to why meditation is helping is because, um, you know, TM transcendental meditation is one of the meditations that you can do and learn how to do that effectively releases the stress and relieves your body of that stress. And so when you, you know, when you do that, um, when you have a decrease of those stress neurotransmitters kind of firing away, um, you are lessening the production of histamine, which is lessening the, um, the production of estrogen. So mm. it's all together. So it's like, no wonder <laughs> trauma, stress brain, body, gut biome, like those things, once you mess those things up and they're not in tune anymore, things are going to happen and they can manifest in many different ways. So, so it's really, it was like mind boggling to me. And I was like, that's why low histamine diets are so important because like, if you have foods that are high in histamine, then you're going to have a high production of estrogen. And that's just important during those, those two weeks. Cause again, it's not a hormonal imbalance. It's just like, you know, the reaction of those hormones. So I found it to be so interesting. I was like, wow, 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 wow. It's life changing. And so you can take these, these uh, supplements um, that help uh, you know, digest all of that histamine. So it's kind of that like DAO enzyme mm. that you can take. So, so I've been doing that. It's been working pretty well. <laughs> oh, I've definitely seen all of this pop up on so many groups and everything. So it's, yeah, it's just, it's so great for you to be talking about it. And I mean, <laughs> listeners know how much I talk about meditation. Meditation for me is number one. Number one, and it's not just for PMDD. It's for not only me on a whole, but it's for everyone around me as well. You know, it's just so important. It just slows you down and creates a much bigger time for awareness, Mm. you know, from the event happening and the response. And it's just so so important and then you get to choose your response you know in such a much more beautiful space than just reacting so quickly and quickly and quickly that's that's my biggest thing with you know and Mm -hmm. it can and this is not just for pmdd it's for every area of my life that it's just so important Uh, oh my gosh yeah meditation it really it changed my life like Mm. I like especially six months into meditating twice a day every day for 23 minutes Mm. you know I saw such a shift within myself like I was like having this inner silence I've never experienced before like growing up with nine siblings in a Cuban Catholic like household like wow (laughs) nine yeah 
Chaos was synonymous with my everyday life. And I liked to stay busy. Like I like to just always do things constantly, constantly, you know, just keep busy. Mm-hmm. And when I meditated, I realized there was so much chaos in my life and I didn't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so meditation for me, like, especially TM, like it's made me feel like, I'm freaking unstoppable. Like anything is possible. Like once you, once you connect with that unbounded ocean of consciousness, yo, like it is, you're on another level. You're literally on, <laughs> on another level. So I think it's, yeah. it's so great. And, and, and right. Like the whole reason as to why, like, I think that so many people when they experience PMD and they, and they see the value and like holistic, natural healing it's not that right. We're doing meditation just to heal PMDD or we're doing these lifestyle changes Mm. just right. That's a great result. But the idea is that we're getting back in tune with nature and like we're living as we should. And we're not, you know, subscribing to all this bullshit that we've been, you know, uh, been subscribed to for so long. Like Mm. there's so much that we've been fed and and there's so much disconnect that that's created. Um, I think I just I feel so passionately about it now, like. It's about feeling the best you've ever been and realizing that like everything you have, everything that you need in life, you have right now. It's just a matter of unlocking that and getting access to that. How old are you again? Come on. Um, I don't believe you I just don't believe you oh you're so incredible it's you know I mean and we could really really talk for hours and I'm already already thinking in my head I'm gonna have to uh, going to have to invite you back uh, at some point for (laughs) updates and you know other topics etc because I think your voice is so so important but also just so beautiful it's it's so lovely to connect with you so tell me where where to now for you I guess like is there anywhere else that you're sort of diving into in the PMDD space and please tell people how they can find you support you and everything and I'll pop all of this in the show notes obviously oh thank you so much yeah so um so when I recently came back to Florida for about a month before I was like about to start my journey to Bali um, I was talking with my dad, you know, and he was like, Natalia, I think you could be a health coach. I think like that would be really cool for you because there's so many people these days that are health coaches that are just feeding people crap. You know, like it's not it's not really that healing that people really deserve and that they need. So so it's been in the back of my mind. And since coming to Bali, the people I've met have just like reminded me, like, I feel like this is something I could really do. And I feel like it's something that could be really fulfilling for me and hopefully and other people. So that's kind of my next step, I think, um, you know, providing another resource for people, people that want to heal in a more holistic way, kind of following off of the teachings that my dad has shared with me, but then also, you know, Soon I'll be getting uh, certifications in it, but this is all new. This is very fresh. <laughs> um, so yeah, but it's it's exciting. Um, I'm I'm also doing really cool things with other people in the community that I can't talk a whole lot about right now. 
but there will be lots of very cool things in the future. And then I'm also um, the working group leader of mental health and well-being for Younga, which is this like youth assembly where we kind of get together. It's almost like Model United Nations, where um, we're going to discuss issues surrounding this theme. And then we're going to create um, a communique and share it with corporate leaders, mm. with United Nations uh, representatives, which is freaking amazing. I'm so excited about it. So that's what's happening this month for me. So I'm going to be very, very busy. Um, But it's exciting. It's so exciting to have representation and to share like, heck yeah, we're menstruators and we deserve attention and we deserve respect and we deserve businesses and organizations to respect our cyclical living. Because if you're not getting those three days, you know, of rest, when you start your period, when you start bleeding, then you got problems. So, mm-hmm. so it's very exciting. Um, so those are a couple of things that I'm doing right now. Um, and then to follow, we have period.pmdd on Instagram. Um, if any of you guys have any business inquiries or anything at all, it's period PMDD, no uh, full stop in between uh, at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, and our website as well as period PMDD.com. Awesome. I'm definitely going to put all of those in the show notes. That's so exciting. You know, I usually um, finish off with a question um, around like, what are the positives that have come out of your diagnosis with PMDD? But I think you've pretty much nailed, (laughs) I think you've mentioned something like so much positivity that's come into your life. I mean, is there anything else that you might want to touch upon? But yeah, like it was your whole, this whole, what, 45 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever it's been, it's just been so much positivity. But um, yeah, totally. So, I mean, yeah, maybe something else or one more thing. Yeah, yeah I would say, and this is something that I'm still learning, right? I'm not, I, as much as I've overcome, I'm not like a perfect expert on anything, right? So, and, and for myself, I would say I've, what's been positive about this experience is my own journey with Mm self-love and compassion towards myself. Um, And I'm actually going to get a tattoo in a couple of days. (laughs) Um, on my palms. So, so when you put your palms together, like you're almost starting to pray in Bali, you kind of put your palms together to say, thank you, do like a bow little thing. So I'm getting L O on my left index finger and V E on my right index finger on the side. So when I put my palms together, it'll say love. And I think like, that's just a nice little way to wrap it up. And in terms of, yeah, I mean, just being grateful, being present, trying to always love myself, being compassionate towards myself, myself today, myself in the past. So, yeah. Mm. Oh, what a beautiful way to finish off. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's seriously, I'm going to have to have, I have to have you back on because there were things that, that you weren't able to speak about. And I think when it, the time comes, I'd love to have you back on and we can reflect on all the amazing projects that you've been working on. So Natalia, Thank you so much for being on the show. 
Thank you for having me. It was an absolute honor to be on your podcast. You are doing amazing things. And I'm just, I'm so proud of the growth and and everything that you're doing. It's so needed in the community. So thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please ensure that you like, subscribe, follow, or whatever it is that you need to do to keep up to date with new episodes on your podcast listening platform. If you would like to get in touch with me, please email me at thepmddpodcast at gmail.com. Please make sure that you follow our new home on Instagram, which is at the underscore pmddpodcast. Thank you so much again. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Much love.